Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Art of Podcast. I'm Leah Fisher, and I'm so glad to be back here today. Ooh, man, I've been doing some deep, deep work. There is so much healing energy in the stars and I'm a little introverted right now. And I just, you know, I want to be with my friends and I want to go out and everything and, and be social. But to tell you the truth, I'm, I'm really happy in my house and in my books and in my podcasts. And I mean, some magic is happening over here. I don't know really how to explain it, but I feel like I'm really kind of moving some things around that I've been working on a long time, getting some things unstuck and unblocked. And of course, what is coming up for me is work around resentment. And, you know, <laughs> it's it's kind of a universal law that when you have resentment, you are basically sending out hostile energy out there into the universe. And we know, don't we, that whatever we send out is getting boomeranged back to us, right? And I've had a, a lot of, I don't know, conversations about resentment and a lot of thought about resentment. You guys know I've been in Al-Anon for a long time. And part of working the steps is really looking at your resentments and examining them and, and finding out more about that. Because let's be really clear, when we have resentment towards something, it only poisons us. That's one of the things that they say in recovery, they probably say it everywhere. But I've just heard it the most in meetings that having resentment is like drinking poison and expecting it to kill someone else. <laughs> you know, so I've been exposed to this a lot around this idea and it's always in layers. So I, I worked on it when I was doing the steps, but over the past couple of weeks, I've really just been going inward and realizing that I just still have a lot of resentment. And so I've been reading a book that I've read before. It's called Sermon on the Mount by Emmett Fox. And before you guys get all nuts, my people who really get triggered by anything from the Bible, um, you know, just try to remember that there are higher spiritual truths and things that are key to our spiritual development that are concepts that come from the Bible. Now, this book, it sounds very fundamentalist with the title, but it's very much about scientific Christianity, it's very, very different than something that's going to be kind of a Southern uh, Christianity model. Um, so it, it won't offend those that lean toward a more spiritual path. And it probably would, would expand some people's ideas that, that really come from a traditional church. It, it certainly wouldn't, um, it would only supplement and really make 
the Bible kind of makes sense in a spiritual sense instead of a very shameful, restrictive sense. And I really like this. Um, this is a book that a lot of people in recovery will read and are, are privy to. And believe me, a lot of people that go into recovery, you know, they don't show up on their best day and they are not really looking to believe in any kind of God. So this book makes God very digestible and understandable and relatable. And it takes away all the shame and all the guilt. In fact, it says that that is exactly what we don't need to be doing. And so I've been reading through this book and the daily reader that goes with it. And resentment is the, is a theme that keeps on coming up. And, you know, um, forgiveness, forgiveness of self and others is just this fundamental spiritual law that we just have to abide by every religion, every spiritual practice, anything that is part of our self-development and us raising our consciousness is going to have a forgiveness element in it. So investigating resentment, I think is important. And it certainly has been really revealing itself to me just recently. So I'm going to just kind of talk about resentment and what my little formula in my head has been this past week. And I just really wanted to share it with you guys because as I said, I, I just feel like I'm kind of moving the needle a little bit on some stuff that has been very old. So I'm going to talk about four levels of resentment. Now, this didn't come from a book. This just kind of came from my head. And so take what you like and leave the rest here, right? But this is in my head as I'm doing my own inventory where I see resentment come up in my life. And, you know, sometimes it's very obvious and other times it's very insidious and very sneaky. And I didn't even realize that I had some resentments where I had them. So let me start with number one. Okay. We have anger and rage. I think that that is obvious, right? When we are so mad at someone and they've kind of made us angry and it's right at the surface. I mean, it is obvious to them. It's obvious to us. And really where I think where resentment is concerned, this is probably the least common, you know, most of us don't walk around raging. It's usually when we get triggered by something. So it's kind of the byproduct of resentment because anger and rage really aren't resentment. Resentment is something that's kind of older and kind of stirs in us, right? And that's number two. So old resentment. So usually we don't get super rageful at someone we know, unless there's some kind of undercurrent of somehow they've offended us, right? Whether it's a friend or a family member, this can be really old. Like, have you ever experienced resentment where you get mad at someone and maybe it's your partner and they do something and it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but you kind of explode in anger or rage at them. That's because you have this old underlying resentment underneath there. Um, I have this a lot with my parents and it's, it's very, very insidious things that happened. I don't know, 40 years ago still mad about it <laughs> and it still kind of pops up and just kind of triggers me in my daily life in fact i'll give you an example of this this just happened today 
I was on the phone with a customer service person and they just, they were taking me around in circles and just weren't solving my problem. And they really weren't listening to me very well, which was driving me crazy. And it was over a dispute, a charge on something. And they, they just couldn't get it right. And they kept on saying they weren't going to refund my money and this and that. And I found myself getting extremely irritated and about the third round of her not getting it, I just I just got angry. I mean, my blood pressure was elevated and I was just sitting there going, what is going on? I get off the phone. She finally resolves the issue and I get off the phone and I decided to do some work around it because I realized that my reaction was just not right size and at my, my heart's beating. I'm like, what is happening? So I started journaling and, you know, turns out that because it was around money, it really triggered some financial insecurity issues with me when I was young and the conditions that we had to live in sometimes. And really the anger and the resentment was at my parents, my parents who were dealing with addiction, but my child's mind didn't understand why we were in the condition we were in, but I was mad about it. And my little childhood, my angry teenager was just mad. And it's just not resolved. I haven't done enough work around finances and my anger around my parents and my safety. So it really was this subconscious resentment that was coming up in that situation that just, it made it life or death with this little charge that I was trying to get off my account. And wow. I mean, the thing is, is that at some point in my life, that might've actually ruined my day. It might have put me in a bad mood all flipping day. And it didn't now. I mean, I now I realize that that was just very useful information on an old resentment, right? That kind of came out as anger and rage. So that is two levels. Another form of resentment is judging others. It has a different flavor than resentment and, and rage. It almost is like um, with resentment, someone has hurt you or they've wronged you in some way. Judging others, it's almost like it's it's where anger and rage come from fear. Judging others comes from shame because whenever you are looking at someone and putting yourself above them, like they're not doing it right, they look a certain way, they sound a certain way, they aren't responsible enough, they, they do things that aren't in integrity, we are judging them based on shame that's inside of us, of things that we judge ourselves on. But just like anger and rage, it's just like a boomerang. Whenever you judge someone, that energy is going to come right back to you. So, you know, not being able to see other people as flawed humans, just like you in humility causes problems. It's going to have a negative effect on your life. The more judgmental you are of others, you're going to find yourself in uh, situations where you're being judged a lot, right? It's the law of the universe. It's the law of attraction. So, you know, I'm going to, a little bit later in the podcast, kind of go through some ways that you can dig some of this stuff out and change some of these habits. But this is a very, very insidious one. And, oh, my God, am I ever guilty of this? I mean, honestly, if you ever think I'm sitting over here on some kind of, um, I don't know, like high horse, like I don't do this shit, 
think again. I mean, on a daily basis, on a daily basis. I mean, judging others. I mean, what about the conversations you are having in your head with others that aren't even there? Like, you should do it this way, or why'd you do that? Or I can't believe you did that. Or, oh my gosh, how could you do that to me? I mean, the self-chatter in my head about how other people should do it differently so I could feel different. It's really annoying. And I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. So we're going to work on it together. Uh, The last one that I've really been looking at and dealing with is self-resentment, right? Where judging others comes from shame. Self-resentment comes from guilt. And, you know, when we haven't lived up to uh, our expectations, to society's expectations, to the programming that our parents say we should have, our society, whatever, we feel guilty. We beat the hell out of ourselves. And it gives us something to do, right? Like we might do something knowing that it's against our value system, but if we can feel guilty about it later, it's almost like uh, we're paying some kind of penance or something. Uh, However, God, it's just such a wasted emotion, like 98% of the time that the things that people feel guilty about, oh my gosh, I mean, it's such a prevalent emotion and it's so low vibrating and it really doesn't help us as much as we think it does. You know, um, do I think it's necessary? Yeah, of course it is. It's one of our emotions. Every one of our emotions is there for a reason. However, you know, I mean, people go around I feeling guilty so much. I, I feel guilty sometimes for having fun. Like, letting go because other people aren't having fun or other people are suffering in the world or other people are having to do things in their lives that I don't have to do. And, um, sometimes I feel guilty for that, which is so weird, right? It is a form of resentment and you can also let that go. We want to learn how to forgive. We want people to forgive us when we haven't lived up to their expectations and, when we live a life that we do give people grace, then then we get that grace back. You know you've been there. You know you did something shitty sometime. And somebody said, you know what? I forgive you and I love you and it wasn't right, but you're only human. And how wonderful does that feel to kind of have that acknowledgement and, um, and kind of be in that place where... Maybe you didn't deserve someone's grace, you know, (laughs) but sometimes it's hard to forgive. It's hard to let go of resentment. It does something for us, right? It kind of gives us this protective shell where if we are angry, then maybe we won't be somebody's victim anymore. We don't have to feel fear or pain or, um, or like someone's let us down or abandoned us or didn't love us in the way that we needed to be loved or showed up for us in a way that we needed somebody to reinforce our security. You know, that's, that's kind of why we get resentments because we feel victimized by a certain situation. Either they have victimized us or that they're going to victimize us, right? So I'm going to kind of give you guys some helpful tools for working on resentment. I am also going through this right now and it's been very, very helpful. 
So um, I think the first thing that you want to do if you are trying to let go of a resentment and trying to lean into forgiveness of something or someplace or someone is first of all, be aware of the resentment. You know, this is not always that easy. Actually, (laughs) we, sometimes we are just not conscious of how we're running around, how we're doing things, how we're showing up. So start with a list of people that you resent and also institutions or ideas or groups of people. Sometimes, I mean, shit with politics going on right now. First of all, you can, you, you probably can put one uh, of the political parties on your, on your list, but you know, probably several people behind it, but you know, it might be, it might be your school. It might be your church. It might be the government. A lot of times it'll be people in our lives, people that we grew up with. Um, put all that down. But as you're going about your day, whenever you are feeling an emotion such as anger, I mean, that's the obvious one, right? Or shame or anxiety or guilt Go back to, okay, so I'm having this emotion. Am I having a resentment against someone or am I having a resentment against myself? And put that down on your list too. Doing this self-work and taking inventory every day, which is also part of the 12-step recovery program, which is brilliant in my opinion, but just being conscious of how we are functioning in the world This is important because we don't want to walk around in our resentment all day long. So we'll repress it. We'll say, okay, I can't get angry about this and they really piss me off, but I'm just not going to feel it because it's disruptive. And I also still want them to like me. And I also don't want to disrupt the status quo, right? So a lot of that will get repressed. So you have to tune into yourself, have compassion for yourself and say, you know, I have these resentments and really try to make a commitment to noticing them in your everyday life. Secondly, honor your feelings. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's okay that you feel angry towards yourself or others. You have a right to your feelings. You could be a victim of a lot of stuff in this life. You know, you might have a very good reason for feeling like a victim. You might have a resentment against someone that maybe you on the surface, don't really have a right to, but maybe it's connected to something else. But whatever the case is, you are having the experience and it's okay. Now, the way you react to it and and take action on it, that's a different thing. And we'll address that. But the fact that you feel angry or resentful or, uh, or shame with yourself, that is okay, no matter what you have that right. Now, number two, you do have to take responsibility for your feelings. This is a hard one for me. I tend to get really reactionary. uh, And it's very hard for me not to lash out at people. I feel like the phrase that no one can make you feel anything is absolutely correct. (laughs) That is true. That is true. If you dealt with all your trauma underneath and you're not getting triggered all the time. Now people can trigger you, but it is your responsibility to take action or inaction based on logical thought rather than emotion. And 
Oh, this is this is hard. I mean, this is the the work of spiritual giants. If if anyone has mastered this, I really want to have you on the podcast because I really get hung up here and it's difficult because I have a lot of things that trigger me and so people tend to trigger me a lot. <laughs> Not as much as they used to, but uh especially the people closest to you. This is kind of uh especially your partner. There's nobody, you know how like your partner can just be like eating his pizza wrong and then you're mad at him. (laughs) It's not because he's eating the pizza wrong. It's because for some reason you have some kind of weird trauma around it from a long time ago. So anyway, most of the time, 99% of the time, it's really not about the other person. It is about you. So take responsibility for that. And you have to acknowledge your part. You don't have to say that it was okay. You don't have to even engage with the person anymore. If if you don't want to, if you really feel like this person is injured, you, you can set boundaries, but most of the time we have a part in our resentments. We showed up in some way. We were a doormat. We let behavior continue without telling somebody our boundaries. Like for instance, Like say you have a drug addict brother and he keeps on relapsing and you keep on letting him stay with you and you keep on getting him money and you keep on getting him out of jail and you do all this stuff because you want him to be okay. And then this goes on for a while and he keeps on relapsing and all of a sudden you're feeling resentment because it's disrupting your life. It's hurting you financially. It's hurting your feelings and your heart. But the thing is, is that you are the one showing up to that. You know, uh, you're the one enabling that behavior. Now, was he acting right, respectful, like he loved you in any way, respectful himself? No, no. But you knowing that that was going on um, and still enabling the situation and now you're mad at it. Well, you have a part in that, right? So it's very important to look at um, how are we showing up? Did we contribute to the situation? Where did I need to set boundaries? Was I being codependent? Was I compromising myself? Was I abandoning myself? These are all really, really good questions to ask yourself whenever you have a resentment towards someone. How did you show up to that? Okay. So once you have have done this, okay, that's all well and good, right? But that feeling inside of you, that chemical reaction that's happening in your brain, how do we stop that? How do we stop the repetitive thoughts? Well, that's what I really like the Sermon on the the Mount book. If you have any kind of spiritual practice where you kind of let go of control and hand it over to a power bigger than yourself, whether you call that God or the universe or Jesus or whatever it is, you know, when you finally can surrender the energy and say, you know what, I'm going to let go. I'm going to let go. And I'm going to breathe in deeply. I'm going to be in the present moment. I'm not going to think about my problem. I'm not going to obsess about my problem. And I am going to be with myself and be in my calm and breathe. And I'm not going to think about this problem and I'm turning it over. I'm turning it over. Um, that's how I let things go. It, it does, it does have having a belief in something bigger than yourself is very useful in this situation. 
if you just can't wrap your mind around that, you know, and a lot of people can't, a lot of people have just been so uh, abused and, and burned by any kind of spiritual, I guess, religion, I would say, um, you know, if you can just sit and not engage in thoughts, that's going to be enough, right? Now, if you can use the words that you're handing it over or letting it go, I, I think it would be more powerful and faster, even if, if you just don't even know what to call it, you know, <laughs> oh, that's another thing about recovery. It's so good. You don't really have to name your God, you know, you can kind of, uh, work with that energy without having to get very dogmatic about what it's called. But yeah, you know, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. You have to stop engaging in the thoughts around it because every time you have a resentful thought, what's happening is there are chemical reactions in your brain and it goes through your body. It's literally like drinking poison and expecting the other piece of person to die. It's, it's, um, it's probably one of the most harmful things that we can do to ourselves. And, you know, listen, if you need to distract yourself instead of getting so spiritual about it, do 10 jumping jacks whenever you're mad at somebody. Just don't think about it. Think about something higher. Go outside and walk on the grass and look at some squirrels and some trees. You know, nature is definitely part of Gaia and the bigger energy out there. You know, if you get some flowers, but whatever you do, don't like boil up in those thoughts. And when they come up, breathe, let it out of your body. Like literally breathe and say, I'm releasing this biochemical energy out of my body. Do some yoga. So many things that you can do, but yeah, it'll be something uh, that'll change your life, letting it go. And you have to keep this as a daily practice because these old resentments, the one that the ones that come from childhood, they've been there for a long time. And you know that it's, they're kind of running the show now. And when you get angry in your current day life and, or if you're having problems in relationships or just in general or with depression and anxiety, look at your resentments because there's a lot of useful information there. And if you don't like my suggestions about how to eradicate them or, or come to peace with them, there's so much information out there. Look up a book, go to a website, Google it. Just go to Google and say, how do I let go of resentments? <laughs> so many ways to do it. But I think just having the intention that you want to be a forgiving person and you want to let all that shit go, the universe is going to show up to that however you want to do it. So don't rely just on my, I mean, I'm definitely recommending Sermon on the Mount. I'm telling you, it's amazing. It's all about Christ consciousness and um, Jesus in the way that I believe that Jesus was supposed to be taught. And believe me, I am so traumatized by the Southern Baptist um, situation. So if I can read this and get a lot out of it, it I think you probably could too. But if that kind of weirds you out, then don't do it. <laughs> but if it doesn't, you should pick it up because it's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, and that is it. And I am just so happy as always to be talking to you guys. I'm so grateful to do what I do. And I'm loving this energy of this fall. And um, I'm so grateful that 
I have the, I've had the fortitude to really invest in myself and look at these resentments and, uh, have some movement around it. I mean, God, 49 years old, still freaking mad at my mom. What the hell? (laughs) It's kind of annoying, but it felt like something got dislodged just today. That's why I had to get on here and, uh, kind of talk at you guys. So anyway, good luck with that. And, uh, let me know about your progress with your resentments because we've got to start forgiving each other in this world on our micro and macro. We're just, there's too much hate. There's too much resentment. You know, I'm not saying let anybody victimize you. And there is that going on. But in most cases, ah, it's just not that, right? It's the little petty human bullshit that we get mad about. And it's it's not good. It's not good. It's getting in the way of us living in our highest selves and and having the lives that we truly want to have, you know? So uh, love yourself. Love others. I love you. And uh, thank you for listening. And I will talk to you very soon. So thank you so much to listening to the art of podcast. I really love doing this. And I love that you're out there and you're listening. If you would do one thing for me, would you please go to wherever you're listening to your podcast and rate and review the show? It really helps us get distributed and get the information out to a lot more people. And that is just uh, really my dream. Also, if you want more information, go to my Instagram page at Leah Fisher Art. I'm always doing updates and, and posting our resources and posting paintings that I've done lately. So, you know, everybody's on the gram. So go there and check it out. And also look at my new website. It has a lot of great information on it. I post all my resources on my page and you can scroll through there and click and link to all of them. And uh, I don't know, I'm just, I'm loving the new webpage. So go check it out. And until then, I will talk to you soon.